God bless us, everyone. I've killed it. Oh, everything I touch gets ruined. And we're gonna have the hap, hap, happiest Christmas since Bing Crosby tap dance with Danny fucking K. Welcome back to Cow Punchers, where the fire is warm, the whiskey strong, and the holiday cheer, it lays on you like a thick winter snow. I am your down-home deputy, Stu Kaufman. And I'm your down-home Christmas sister, Amy McLeod. See it through my eyes. My name is Melissa Huggins. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> and on this, our very special Christmas episode, we watched... A Cowboy Christmas from 2023, directed by Jeremy Drummond and starring Brenna Coates, Tegan Vince, and Brennan Martin, featuring a man who doesn't remove his hat, (laughs) who we are led to believe does not have the top of his head. (laughs) It's a mystery. You don't want to see what's under there. Mm -mm. Is he bald? We'll never know. It's (laughs) terrifying. This was dull. Oh, my God. <laughs> and deeply, unforgivably stupid. And, and I want to put this out, out here before we start recording. I actually enjoy a Hallmark Christmas movie. I enjoy them a lot. Um, this, this, this was bad. <laughs> this was not good. Not a good sampling. Do you, do you know what the first clue was to me that this was not going to be good? When it opened with Chicken Soup for the Soul Productions. Oh, yeah. And I went, oh, no. Because I remember in eighth grade when those books came out and every girl Mm. had them. And then it was like Chicken Soup for the Teenage Soul and Chicken Soup for like, you know... Tuesdays on a on at lunch, like they melt all of, that shit, all of this stuff, and I was like, no, they were the worst. I'm sorry if you were a fan. Worst, most <laughs> dullest books, and this was basically those books made into a movie. That's what it was. <laughs> well, it also had about like it had too many production logos. I noticed that, and oh, I was yeah. like, huh, I didn't know Chicken Soup for the That's... Soul made movies, and then it was like. They kept going. I was like, oh, that's not great. Mm-mm. That's usually a bad sign when it comes to a movie. Yep. Yeah. I enjoy I enjoy these movies. So so I just want to put that out there when I shit all over this. So it was yep. it was extra offensive to you being a fan of the genre. I was upset. <laughs> Fair. I also enjoyed that uh, the movie began with about like a minute of stock footage. Oh, yeah. And then after we get a little bit of plot where then I think it was like three minutes of just like establishing shots. Well, shall I uh, shall I try to break this down as the, the plot for everybody? Yeah, Amy, oh, uh, tell us what happened in this here seasonally appropriate picture show. Well, the short version is that we watch a nice lady have a nice Christmas at a nice ranch in Canada and that most of the movie is padded with soft montages of winter scenes, Christmas trees, and cozy country Christmas tableaus, and also long shots of horses cavorting in the snow. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much this movie, but let's, I'll, uh, let's get into the plot. So we begin, as most Westerns do, with a business lady talking business with her business boss in New York City. New York City! 
About business. About business. There was a lot of business <laughs> happening. Uh, business, as far as the eye can see, serious business. So we have Ella, a marketing executive. She's being sent to a small ranch in Canada to schmooze a New York businessman, Preston Vance. Uh, they want to get his business for their marketing firm. Uh, he's spending Christmas at this ranch. He's alone. Usually he's got family with him, but not this time. And we won't find out why until a little later. If she can land this account, she will surely get a promotion. Her old business rival Gerard isn't so happy about that. Gerard's also a creep. We get to the ranch. We have a little mini montage of Christmas scenes at the ranch. Ella pretty much immediately, if she falls into and for Cole, the uh, co-owner and broody cowboy who claims he doesn't like city girls, yet seems to exclusively only like city girls. And I'm dissociating right now. <laughs> Sorry. Just, I can't. I, I fucking can't. Also, everyone at the ranch immediately ships Cole and Ella, which is creepy. And we can talk about that later. Particularly yeah. his sister. Yeah. As a sister myself, I have some words on the subject. <laughs> I, I bet I can predict them, but go on. Yes. Not only is it weird to ship people in real life, but also Ella is a customer at their ranch B&B. So that also seems inappropriate. But we'll, can, we'll, we'll get into that. So the business conflict of the story is resolved pretty quickly and without much drama because Ella pretty much immediately admits that she's there to schmooze. You know, you'd think she'd like lie about it and try and like weasel her way in. But she kind of just comes right out and says it. Preston says, hey, I'll hear your pitch as long as you follow my one rule, which is to uh, not use your phone outside of your room. You can only take calls in your room because, you know, these kids today and their faces and their phones, you know, old man out here. So that's kind of the business plot. So then Ella and Cole fall in love-ish. Uh, oh, Ella question seems, mark. Yeah. Ella likes him for some reason, but Cole isn't ready to love again after he fell in love with a business lady who broke his heart an indeterminate amount of time ago. Peppered in, we get some classic rom-com fare. Uh, he sees her ride a horse, so he's like, oh, she's not like other city girls. They appreciate all the beautiful stars. They have a little Christmas festival date. They make like 200 cookies together. All with hardly, I'm being generous here, with hardly any chemistry. I, I might say negative chemistry <laughs> between our romantic leads. Absolutely not. I also need to point out urban cowboys exist. Yes. there's a, It's actually like a thing in Philadelphia. You see mm -hmm. people riding horses because it's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's this made up like city versus country rivalry that it doesn't need to exist. But anyway, so there's a bunch of romantic stuff that happens that's eh, not very. It would be more romantic if you had the leads that seem to like be into each other at all. But anyway. The climax of this movie is Gerard shows up unexpectedly to try and steal Preston Vance's business out from under Ella. And then he goes and implies to Cole that he either is or was dating Ella. Which, of course, why would Cole ask Ella about this? That's just insane. You'd just believe this crazy man who just showed up out of nowhere. Also, just to point out, if she had dated him before and then broken up with him, why does it matter? Yeah, because to be to be right. 
truthful like gerard doesn't act like they're currently dating he's kind of like oh well you know we have a history you know that old that old chestnut so of course but that misunderstanding is basically overcome instantly which was actually kind of refreshing (laughs) to see Mm -hmm. in a rom-com typically we would have to spend another 30 minutes on that but it was pretty he's she's like oh you're gonna believe him and he's like i guess he is a liar so well all right (laughs) but anyway I'll ride him out into the middle of the prairie, leave him for dead. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Preston, of course, having spent like the previous few days with Ella, is like, I'm going to give my business to Ella. Ella then decides to set up shop in Maple Creek. And uh, everyone lives a happy, cozy country Christmas life forever. And there's, you know, there's other shit that happens. But that's the main story. Uh, what? Uh, nothing else happens. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of, like... There's a lot of this movie that looks like it is footage that would be used to advertise a Christmas festival. Yeah. Here, and here's the other thing. This movie was made for your one aunt who lives in a suburb. Like, that's maybe a little bit farther outside of the metropolitan area and is convinced that she's country. Okay. And you're just like, no, you're not. No. no. And also, <laughs> this movie is so lazy. Like, it's so lazy. Oh like, like, yes, Hallmark movies... These plots are very formulaic. We, we've seen it before. You know, the city girl comes mm-hmm. to the country or the city boy comes to the country and then falls in love with it. Like, it's a plot that's been told millions and millions of times. This Tale as old as time. This was the barest. They, they, like, did the absolute bare minimum. There was nothing interesting. Oh, my God, in no. Anything that they were doing or saying and... Like, like, and even the the um, dialogue. Hi, welcome to the Resort Ranch. I'm Wayne. This is my wife Helen, and this is Frank. My name right? is Marty. This like, is my wife <laughs> Lisa, this is... and this is Frank. Nice well, to meet was, you. These people were not actors. No, <laughs> it was like someone. This, this, but the quality of this was it was like someone's college final like production you know they their their final thesis is they had to make a movie they really like hallmark movies they got all their friends to be the actors in it that's the quality and i would be impressed i would be like you know what that's awesome and they spent their entire budget on stetson hats but when i have to rent it for 4.99 from amazon i'm upset i agree (laughs) I, agree. I mean, I got a deal. I got three ninety nine through uh, uh, on demand, but still, I'm know? probably gonna have to. So, I'm editing this one. So typically, I will sometimes <laughs> if it's cheap enough, I'll buy the film so that I have more time to edit and, and watch it. And this time, I almost bought it, but then I was like, I could rent it twice, and it's cheaper than buying it. <laughs> Editor's note: Due to my poor planning, I had to rent this movie three times. So. Merry Christmas to me. Back to the episode. <laughs> I don't want to own this. No. You're better for it. <laughs> no. It, 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 which it just, it fr- like, it frustrates me. It's like when we watch, like I, like, I don't even know if I can call this a Western. Beyond the fact that it's, it's got not, cowboy in the title. That was Ben's yeah. big, like, complaint. He's like, this is not a Western. Um, yeah, nobody got shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like... It, it 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 just doesn't it's just it's not even charming like that's the thing right. that i 
like yeah yeah it's it's not charming beyond the the set dressings because that was the mm-hmm. first thing i noticed i was like all these long shots like ooh, that like that fire pit outside looked like it was really comfy mm-hmm. i want to sit there and they're like oh she puts like the big mug of hot chocolate down i was mm-hmm. like i want to go sit there and hang out but that would, was really it i would love to stay at this ranch um, yeah like Me too. that would be great it was it was like it was like you watch this movie when you're super anxious because there's there is literally no conflict. There's no yeah. conflict at all. Nothing really bad happens. It's very clear that Gerard is not going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, that everything, every problem that comes up gets resolved like the immediately. next scene. But it the worst part of it is that Cole is a sad sack for yeah. most of the movie. That's it. But it's it's also. Like, you would think that would be really satisfying, you know, because that's one of the reasons why. I mean, that's one of the reasons I like these kinds of movies. Um, I don't watch them all year round. But at Christmas, I have a select few that I watch. And they make me feel good because I know there's really not going to be a problem. And everything's going to be okay. And everyone's going to be happy. And it's going to be implausible. And people have, like, infinite money. And it's amazing. Um, This did not it had all the like hallmarks (laughs) (laughs) go to jail (laughs) it had all all the like trappings of the genre without achieving the full comfort of the genre yeah i think it's because none of the characters really had a personality Mm -mm. or expressed any kind of emotion i mean like i think we saw ella cry one time but okay and then cole was kind of like oh i can't love again like but it was the shallowest like most minimal amount of emotion i think what also bothered me is it was so deeply sexist (laughs) i didn't even pick up on that because i was so like oh look at the pretty christmas decoration (laughs) i was like i don't think anything's happening right now well he didn't like the the woman who hurt him came to the ranch to like like what they graduated from school together and she came to the ranch and then realized oh. she didn't she didn't want to be there and left yeah she's I more know. of a beach per she's more of a beach person i was she's gonna like, bring I, that up yeah. too because it was yeah i i loved it because it was like the details of the lady who broke his heart was like you could have just made it different but it was like he met this woman when he went to college as an adult student which mm-hmm. i'm like okay that's fine that's kind of cool um, oh. And then it was like, oh, she was a professor, but not his professor. But not his. But I'm like, that's still pretty darn unethical. I don't think as a college professor you can date any student. As a former, it's not a good look. As a former college professor, no, you can't. Yeah, I was gonna. That was a question. I was like, I gotta ask Mel. I'm pretty sure you can't nope. do that. I, I worked at a college once. Pretty mm-hmm. sure that even me not being in a professorial role i wouldn't have been able to date a student and i had adult student well all of technically all of my students were adults but like i had like students who were on par with my age no absolutely not yeah so i was like just say he met her at the college town or like you right. can date another student she could have just been like she could have been a student she could have been a grad right. student you know, yeah. it was like they were trying to make him not creepy, but then they right. kind of made her creepy. But they yeah. were also like, but it's it, but it's not creepy. Yeah. Well, yeah. would have been a more realistic um, plot for this movie is they both need a rebound. 
you know, and they just have a fling over a long weekend and that's it. Mm -hmm. Everyone gets laid and goes home. But the but the fact that she that that the big thing is that she just didn't want to stay there. Yeah. That yeah. Sometimes you try things and you're like, Yes, I love this Mm -hmm. person. I'm gonna try living there. Um, you know what? This is not for me. I can't do it. And like I can either be miserable and stay with you to make you happy, which is not kids if don't yeah. don't do that no. <laughs> yeah yeah or you can come with me and the fact that this was so traumatic for him that a woman rejected him and his ranch because this wasn't her cup of tea is like are you kidding me are we yeah, is the, right. it, it was like it's all her problem none of his no <laughs> yeah because they were kind of painting it like like that was such a huge rejection like they were trying to make it seem like a betrayal almost yeah. when it's just like she'd never been because it was like oh i guess it was she was like oh it's not what she thought it was going to be like she had a specific vision of what she thought the ranch would be and it wasn't that and she wanted to change things and then it's like that's called things not working out that's like a completely mm-hmm. normal and it sucks like yeah that's gonna yeah. hurt like mm-hmm. that's valid but like him being like i can never love again like you had what? one. You had one adult relationship, sir. Yeah. You yeah. know, like you're not five. <laughs> yeah, I'm like we've mm-hmm. all been through that. Anyone who's been in multiple any kind of relationship and and had it end, like that's a pretty common thing. Of like, hey, our lives are not going to go in. Like that's actually a pretty mature decision to come to. And and it right. and it sort of it, so like that bothered me because it was kind of putting it on the fact that this woman wouldn't conform to him him really bothered yeah. me yeah and then the presentation of Ella when she first comes there you know they did the and it's super tropey and like yeah. I get it like so they do so to compare they do the same trope in the holiday with um cameron diaz and kate winslet which i know some people hate that movie that's one of the ones i love to watch i i own that movie i love it's so good (laughs) so in that movie the basic plot of the holiday is cameron diaz is this rich she's like a music producer or she does movie trailers or whatever she and kate winslet is like a book editor in uh, lives outside of london a little cottage and they swap houses for the holiday and when they swap houses, um, Cameron Diaz, the taxi only takes her so far. And then she has <laughs> to walk in the snow up this path to get to Kate Winslet's cottage. And she's in these, she's at least in boots, but they're stiletto yeah. boots. And she has a difficult time. And for me, I'm like, okay, in her mind, she's from California. It's not clicking. It's going to be snowy and that she's going to have to walk up this, like, huge path to get to this place. Mm-hmm. She's thinking the car's going to, like, door to door, right? But but they do that. And it's funny. Like, okay, fish, fish out, out of water. water. Yeah. This is like she shows up in tights i think she's wearing tights like a pencil skirt and heels and like a little tiny pea coat that doesn't even come to her knees and she's in these heels in snow the girl knows she's going to canada in the middle of december okay she's from new york city City. they get snow 
They get so much snow. <laughs> like, also, do not tell me. Like, I have been to New York is two hours from me. Do not tell me. <laughs> this made me so mad. Do not <laughs> tell me that she doesn't own at least a pair of sneakers. Okay? At the very least, if she doesn't have boots. She's got sneakers. Ugg boots, at least. They get ice. When I tell you most New Yorkers are like bundled within an inch of their lives during the winter. I've seen it. Yeah. I've been there. It Do gets not freaking cold. Now, granted, I have also been to Canada in February. It was so cold, the mascara on my eyelashes froze and melted down my face. If you didn't know oh, that no. mascara melts when it freezes, it does. <laughs> More importantly... Other than the weather, who travels like that? No one. Now, like, <laughs> go ahead, Amy. It, it, it's like, unless you are getting off the, because there are times I have dressed nice on a plane because I know mm -hmm. I'm getting off the plane, going immediately to an office building to give a presentation. Yes. But like, she knew she was going to like a resort, like a ranch to like, where a guy's going on vacation and the other half of it like so like i would have expected her to be dressed more like cameron diaz in the holiday like cameron diaz is from flippin california in that movie she has a coat a scarf she's got gloves boots, boots. granted they're stilettos but they're still boots like to me yeah. she's still dressed quote unquote appropriately right this right. is like so inappropriate now here's the other thing so i found that very like Look how dumb this woman is. She can't go without her heels, right? And then they have to have the montage of her buying clothes. Now, to me, on the other side of that coin is like, no, it's kind of appropriate that she doesn't have the correct clothes for Canada in December because <laughs> she, like, gets told she's going on this. Her flight leaves, what, what was it, like three hours I got to get home and pack. I got to be at the airport in three hours. She has to go home, pack, then get in a cab, get to presumably, I'm going to guess, JFK or Newark, right? Mm -hmm. um, it, she's maybe getting there 15 minutes before her flight is leaving. She's lucky her luggage actually made it. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. yeah. You know? But like, I didn't even think about that. In that amount of time, like she has to pack for Canada. She hasn't had time to even buy the the proper footwear, you know, even though technically, like she should at least have a pair of sneakers. A ranch. I hope you have practical shoes. Anyway. Yeah. Um, but she hasn't had time to buy the proper footwear. She hasn't had time to buy like an extra heavy coat because it's cold in New York. Yes, it is very cold in New York. Canada is a different kind of cold. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Much farther she, north. But like she doesn't have the time to buy all the things. And then she's also specifically going for business so mm -hmm. is this man expecting her to show up as a business lady also why would she own cowboy things nothing about this woman screams that she's ever wanted to you know go on a ranch or be a cowboy in her life so to me it's perfectly reasonable that she gets there and is like i only have my business clothes I had two minutes to pack. <laughs> and mm -hmm. they could have pushed that more. Like, they, mm -hmm. that was a throwaway line, but they could have had her, like, you could show her, like, rushing, and then mm -hmm. you could be like, my luggage isn't here yet. 
the mm-hmm. airport said they're going to bring it. So this is all I have. I got to go to the store. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, but then she shows up at the ranch. Perfect hair. Perfect makeup. Oh, my shoes. And then like an evening gown for the freaking cowboy happy hour. Which, right? which as that happy hour was presented to her. So like she shows up and they're like, oh, yeah, we have these like cocktails and drinks. And it's, you know, this thing. And we have this like get together, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I would be like, oh, I should. In New York terms, yeah, you're going true. to a happy hour. You're dressing up. Or you're at least, mm-hmm. like, coming from the office. So you're businessing. You're trying to make a good impression <laughs> on the dude you're trying to business at. You're <laughs> going to try and do the business. Yeah. And, right. it's, and she's presented as this idiot. But as soon as she realizes, like, oh, this ain't the vibe, she, she, she course corrects. And yes. <laughs> I thought... That happy hour scene, I was like, she's being incredibly professional here. Like, and she goes up to Preston and I did think it was a little like corny because she's like, oh, looking for my gills. I'm such a fish out of water. I was like, movie, you didn't need to tell us that we could we could see that. You didn't need to say that. But then Mm -hmm. she's kind of like, look, I'm not going to beat around the bush. I know you're on vacation. If you don't want to hear this pitch, I can leave like tomorrow. And I was Mm -hmm. like perfect like yeah correct also yeah like <laughs> I'm that's invading, what you do i'm invading this man's vacation <laughs> yeah wow okay it, it's christmas will that be a problem no sir of course not why is business boss like that like why did he be like go on ahead like like yeah nobody has plans for christmas nobody like is this is a terrible business plan. Like, nobody wants to be disturbed on their holiday. Also, this brings up the first HR violation. Please, yes. Ah. Okay. Now, at least I, in my corporate job, um, we have company holidays. Yeah. That are mandated by the company. Right? You are not supposed to work on the company. Ho- the company is closed. Right? Yep. She, now who knows, she has a brother and a nephew, as she talks about, right? Mm-hmm. She could have taken PTO. She, uh, she, a company with that many Christmas decorations up in their office, do not tell me they do not have a company. She could have already had plans. Right? Yeah. Do not tell me that she doesn't have company time, like a company holiday coming up. He's essentially told her, you don't get your company holiday. Or... And Boo. if she has any PTO, you don't get your PTO. So he's essentially rescinded that from her under threat of not getting the promotion. Oh, yeah. That's that is <laughs> you would have a case there. Right. And also, I have a problem with Preston. His priorities are all weird. Like he ha- he's here for Christmas. Yes. But mm-hmm. he says that, like, oh, my son just had a baby. Like. Yeah, what are you doing my son here? just had a baby and my daughter's working on like some doctorate paper. And I'm like, and he's all like sad because he's there and he's sad and he's alone. And I was like, oh, is like, I thought like, oh, did his wife die? Um, or does he have like estranged kids? And then like that be part of the movie is like teaching him nope. like, oh, get now, the fuck out of this ranch. Go see your kids. Now, do not get me wrong. You know, if his and this is reading too much into it, but if his son and if his son and his daughter-in-law were like, "Listen, we've just had the baby, two Stay weeks. <laughs> we need yeah. two weeks before you know mm-hmm. you can visitors." Fine, I get it, but also 
like what bothers me is he has this whole thing about like I come to this ranch to feel connected and blah 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 you are like a millionaire sir and you're coming to this ranch to live the quote-unquote simple life where they have a happy hour every night cook three meal three beautiful meals for you a day and you get to basically live on a resort while working quote unquote a working a working a working ranch. ranch and you're working the ranch um as i texted to I'm all of you <laughs> as i texted to all of you when i watched this these are rich people cosplaying oh, yeah. as the working class <laughs> No, nobody's dirty. Nobody does any actual work. Nope. You don't see the people who do the work. You see, there's one lady in the kitchen, Charlie. You see her for like a hot second. She looks super busy. And I'm like, that's one thing I didn't like. I feel like they were trying to make Ella seem very like, oh, she's such a nice and thoughtful and conscientious person. But the way she talked to all the staff at the ranch, it made me feel like she's like, oh, all these people are here to like make my life better. Like, like these people work there. They're yeah, like, it was just it on gave me a weird vibe. They work there on Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. She's like, "Oh wow, you folksy group of people have really made my my stay so wonderful." And I'm like, I don't know. It just came across as a little bit entitled. And it was about that time where I started asking, "Does Cole ever take off his hat?" Well, at the dinner scene, I remember they're all wearing their hats, and then Frank's mm-hmm. like, "Well." supper's coming take the hats off and i was like oh, and i, was I like, hate this oh, <laughs> we finally get to see the top of cole's head but no i was deprived of seeing his scalp One also like like again it's like you're all just cosplaying as cowboys yeah. like again i come back to you like it's like an aunt or uncle and it's like they've got a wine o'clock sign and they're just mm-hmm. like yep we're right here in the country be like you could you could take the light rail into town from here what are you talking about like yeah we're real country folk we like keeping it simple like bullshit it's, it's like when you, you see the people in my area with lifted trucks and giant oh, yeah. like mud like why you live in new jersey anybody <laughs> who owns a porsche suv or pickup truck that's this movie why why <laughs> yep i work out on the farm i got this porsche pickup truck I, bullshit I, I wrote in all caps <laughs> these are white people <laughs> yes very well, much and it's like well i guess the dress code in maple creek is bolo ties cowboy hats and i don't know what those shirts are God. those cowboy shirts with the oh yeah yoke shirts yeah. Oh, those yeah. are yeah that's like literally everyone even the sister marty is wearing one of those shirts i'm like what what's happening <sighs> it's it's that whole like romanticizing the small country town that mm-hmm. is, you know, it's not great because it's not, it's not fair to small towns because small towns can have a lot more personality than that. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, just, I think it adds to this kind of toxic attitude of like, oh, well, things were better back in the day when towns were tiny and like people didn't put their face in their phone all the time. And it's like, oh, my God. And, and yeah, exactly. They were so rude to her. Like it, they felt super mm-hmm. rude to her. Like she was being shamed for liking clothes. Like she doesn't yeah, make fun like, of their clothes. Her clothes. She doesn't, you know, she goes to the store and she tries things on and she's excited about it. And she's, like, just shamed for it. And it's, like, mm-hmm. come on. Yeah, yeah, because, like, the first thing she does is go shopping for new clothes, which 
I think they could have set that up better as to like why she didn't have, just like Mm -hmm. you were saying, they could have set that up better and that would have made it a little bit more like, okay, she needs clothes. But like the first thing Cole does, he gives her a ride, of course. And he's like, oh, shopping? Like a city girl Uh. likes to go shopping. And I was like, she needs clothes. Dude, shut (laughs) up. I know. Yeah, it was like, he was so nitpicky with her. And, And again, like, it's one of these things, like, if you just have this movie on in the background, you'll miss it. Because, like, every line read is the same tone of yes. voice. So, so it's, like, hard to tell. I'm, like, I was, like, the pacing of this dialogue. Like, I have mul- multiple notes. The pacing of this dialogue sucks. This dialogue is painful. Like, I'm going to grab. Oh. So, like, right after we meet uh, Cole, he comes in and talks to his sister, Marty. So I see you met our new guest. I did actually dug her shoe out of the snow oh it's a long story <laughs> and i'm like i'm gonna add that to the compilation with brad pitt saying oh oh we're just gonna have it's, to keep it going that conversation between marty and cole was so uncomfortable so uncomfortable it it it, it came across as it's almost like they had people who don't speak English. Say the lines. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where or people who've like, never had a, or people who've never had a sibling, like yeah, or, or like, like come on. There's like and, and like Marty and Cole are siblings, and like at no point, like some of the dialogue, I was like, okay, I think that was supposed to be like a fun little sibling back and forth, but nothing in the delivery. Everybody gets a first chance, and if she blows it. Says my stubborn brother, who doesn't believe in second chances. Okay, don't start, Marty. I'm like, I could have done a better job, and I'm a terrible. <laughs> and it's like, it's it's terrible because it's like she's she's setting up her brother on a date with a complete stranger, a customer, complete stranger. A, yes, yeah, a customer. Worse, even worse, a stranger and a customer. And, look, and oh, you go ahead, and then you, I gotta thoughts <laughs> like when really what he needs is a rebound and like just you just go out pl- pl- play go out and play go out and meet people like this is not how you do that and like i, I just can't wrap my head around it like, yeah as a sibling it's, like yeah. it's not like she is like oh a new business is opening up in town this lady's moving in she seems kind of cool i've known her for like a few weeks or something you know, maybe that could be a thing. You literally met this woman five seconds ago, and now you're like, "That's because um, no." The context here that I, I I almost got is like his sister's trying to set him up with a hookup, right? Which and is that is weird. so fucking. It's so fucking weird. Also, I'm sorry, Stu, but I I would not do that for you, right? Setting you up on a date is one thing. Yeah. Setting you up with a hookup is entirely different. Yeah, yeah. Like, if it was like, oh, I know my, you know, obviously you're married, so, like, this is yeah, never right. going to be a thing that no. I would ever do. <laughs> likewise, but likewise. Like, but, like, if, you know, if I knew someone that I was like, you know what, I think that might be a good fit for my brother, like, maybe. But, like, mm-hmm. it would have to be someone I know either pretty well or it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Also, it comes, like I said, it comes off as, like, it's, it's, she's setting up for a hookup or a one-night stand. I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? Also, yeah, that should be, like, your, like, that would be a better role for, like, his friend. Uh, yeah, best friend. Also, like, 
talk about the sexual harassment in this movie. (laughs) Like, to me, like, you bring a baby. She is their customer. She is coming to stay with them. He is someone who works there. Now, have I seen movies where there has been, like, a sort of, you know, the person works there and they have the fling with the guest, right? Like, that's a common trope. Um, but this feels a little aggressive. It's predatory is what it yes. feels like. Because like, like oh. everybody at the ranch is like smush these two together. Yeah. Right. Just grabbing them by the back of the heads and be like, no kiss. And maybe she doesn't <laughs> want that. You know, like she's there to do. Technically, she's there working to do yeah. a job yeah. Yeah. and and all that. But like also, again, the second HR violation that comes uh, less than four minutes into this movie because I checked um, is Gerard is blatantly sexually harassing her. Oh yeah. Like the fact that he's like, we could be great together. You know, we could do great things together. Like, first of all, that that's not, how being married at a large corporation works. Mm-mm. No. Even throw a little that bit. man away. Like, no. Throw him away. Like, we, Canceled. Throw him we away. We lost a whole try guy over this bullshit. You know? Like. <laughs> and, and it's like. And it was not. That was clearly like not his first uh, proposition. Because he was like. No. She's like. Oh we've talked about this. It'll never work. And it's like. Yeah. And he keeps no. calling like a goddamn goon. Yeah. When it's like. It's like leave. Like he is blatantly sexually harassing her and spreading lies Rumors. that they've that they've had an affair when they clearly have not mm-hmm. it's it's like the those those stupid things that they make you watch <laughs> those stupid right. training videos this you was know it. <laughs> this is it right here this is they go like you could be like you know if we look in situation a between ella and gerard gerard repeatedly is asking ella if she would like to go out on a date ella has repeatedly told gerard no right <laughs> what is please this? show us at what time stamp he would go to jail <laughs> yes <laughs> as a as gerard's supervisor at what point do you tell him that he's fucking fired right <laughs> so upsetting so upsetting yeah. and then to go back to some of the sibling stuff, the other scene when the sister brings a hot toddy to Ella, which I'm like, there's more chemistry between Marty and Ella. This is true. Like anybody else in this movie. This I was like, true. I want to watch them, but there's then, a different movie there, right? Then she starts she's the one who tells Ella about Cole's like relationship past. And I was like, I would never betray my brother customer something like that is clearly like a a wound for cole yeah and she's just like well let me just air his dirty laundry to this strange woman i've known for two days who's a customer at my ranch i'm like that is the betrayal like Mm -hmm. i would never like to me that's like if he's not gonna tell you i'm certainly not also she's been there what maybe two days and then she's all like oh i want to know what i'm getting into with the romance i'm like so you got to know everybody's freaking dirty laundry before you date them like girl like that the whole interaction this whole build up be like trying to get a hookup for her brother telling a stranger and a customer all this stuff i was like at that point when that hot toddy scene happened and then she's just like, oh, oh, this feels very nice. I'm like, I'm going to leap through a brick wall. <laughs> I know. I was like, did just... she drug her? Oh, God, get out of there, Ella. <laughs> like... well, and then the other thing that got me 
was the fact like the the ranch hand guy gives him the advice and suddenly women are horses like again what object are women today and i forget what his name is frank 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 just goes off on this like you ever been bucked off by a horse cole you ever get kicked by a horse billy how about stepped on where are you going with this frank it's sort of incomprehensible (laughs) and it's like are is is ella supposed to be the horse in this metaphor does Cole because... like being stepped on? Is that what we're trying to hear? <laughs> hey, does, you know. Does... How about kicked? You ever been kicked by a horse, Frank, Cole? What's your point? Does Cole like horses a little too much? Like, is yeah. that what's happening here? Yeah, is that what's spurring all this? Or like he's spending a little bit oh, too spur- much time? Spurring it on, Amy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this, is real, this is really riding me right now. Oh, God. <laughs> I say. I did have a funny. Note. I say nay, sir. <laughs> I did have a funny note uh, because you know, like, was it uh, like uh, uh, Ella's like call, like taking a call in her room from like one of her uh, like 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 coworkers or a friend or something, and she's just like, "Oh, I'm sore." I have expected like the friend be like, "Oh, you're sore, huh?" Right? Yeah, because <laughs> like, there was because go, go with the obvious sex joke. I know, like all of the interactions between people just felt like. NPC conversations. Yes. Like, <laughs> randomly a, generated dialogue. That is exactly. Chat GPT wrote this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was like she's on the phone with her friend, and then, like, well, and it's weird because I'm like, is this your friend or is this like your assistant? She's like, who's my favorite marketing assistant? And I was like, if I worked with my friend and I called them and they were like, oh, how's, how's my favorite business analyst? I'd be like, ugh. <laughs> I thought yeah, we were no. friends. <laughs> like, um, but. It's like you call your friend who's like on like a weird covert mission at a ranch resort and they're like, oh, I'm so sore. I'd be like, but why? What? Yeah. I thought you were going to pitch a presentation to an old man. What are you? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> like It's a different kind of pitch. And then she's like, oh, I rode a horse. And then she says like eight things of like a horse, like a real horse, like the animal horse, like a horse that runs around yes. on hooves. What the fuck is a horse and why did you ride it? I, I I saw the line an actual horse and I wrote that down I'm like that's my new band name. <laughs> Next horse. on our main stage, an actual horse. An actual horse, like the animal. The way she tied that horse. Oh my god! Like, don't tie a horse that way. I mean, I I don't know if other horse people out there will correct me, but the way I was always taught is like, you know, like it like if a horse has the bit in its mouth like you're not really like you don't really tie the reins to things because they can hurt themselves right and a a a western horse those horses most likely are ground tie trained where you just drop the reins and they won't move okay like Mm -hmm. you ground tie them but she ties it like like what's the knot called where you right like like she's like she's like fastening like a sail to a mast yes (laughs) if that horse if that horse panics that horse cannot get away, okay? It's mm-hmm. it's going to hurt itself or it's going to hurt her. It's going to hurt someone because that horse can't get away. Usually, like, if you tie a horse, like, with, um, like, a, a lead rope or something like that, you tie it with a slip knot so that if something's going wrong, you can pull the knot out and the horse can go, right, for safety purposes. And, and this is the way I was taught other people might – tell you different advice this is what i was told when i was writing i saw that and was like 
don't know. <laughs> bad, well, bad, 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 bad. And that's one of those things where they didn't have, like, that wasn't necessary. So if you're going right. to show something like that, show it correctly. Well, and she's also, well, it's also at a point, like, they make a point that Gerard doesn't take care of his horse. Because he goes out riding and then he just leaves his horse completely tacked up, not tied up. Well, ground tied, which is a safe way to have your horse, right? Um, and she's, it's <laughs> the other thing. Like, Cole walks up. He's like, whose horse is this? And she's like, oh, that's Gerard's, you know. And she's kind of brushing her horse. But the horse is fully tacked up. Like, right. Like, he's ready to go. If he's If he's done being ridden. Take him inside, untack him, then brush him. Like, how often do you think the animal <laughs> handlers in this movie just went, "Oh, it's, you know what? Oh, I probably think it's not worth it." <laughs> it was. It was like there was like so many things that I'm like, I, no, like no, <laughs> don't do that. Again, this is the movie version of a relative who's like, yep, I love it out here in the country. I love to barbecue. Here, here's some spare ribs I made in the oven with sauce I got from a bottle. Like, don't get me wrong. Sweet Baby Ray's is good, but like. No, this is the store. This is store brand. Oh, this is store brand, Mel. Oh, craft. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the worst. But like the other thing that got me was she goes to the Christmas market. And she's like, look at oh all these God. incredible artisans. You can't get stuff like this in New York. And in my head, I'm going, bullshit. 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 Like, now, this is not to say you can't go to a small town and go to a Christmas market. Like, I'm like, I would like to go to that Christmas market. I know. I was, like, I was about to say. Out there. But like, this movie is filled with things I would love to do with my wife. <laughs> I will gladly put on a step, big old Stetson and wander <laughs> these stalls. Um, But like. Artisans exist everywhere, and New York has some incredible artisans. Oh, Small yeah. towns have incredible, like it's it's not a it's not a here versus there. It's a like it's just different. Like I wish they could show that like I can appreciate this different place because it is a different place, and there are things about it that I like because I I like them. Because they are this place. There was nothing yes. unique about this town, except maybe the being able to ride the horse, you know, in a more yeah. open way that she could not do in New York City. If she really wants to ride a horse, she can go riding in Central Park. Like, I was going to say, an hour outside of New York City. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Mm -hmm. they, they really didn't sell her being like i want to live here now like because to me that is kind of a like a crazy i mean we've all been on vacation before mm -hmm. we've all mm -hmm. been like oh this place is awesome i want to move there but it's like she has a brother a nephew um friends like her whole life yeah. is in new york and she's like eh i like i kissed this dude so i guess i'll uproot my whole life to live in canada now which throw yourself in front of a train right now first she's not a dual citizen right so how is she going to open a business uh, what what is the immigration yeah. policy no here? clue <laughs> well she's going to marry cole and i'm sure it'll be fine <laughs> i don't know if that works though like well you know, the people making this movie thought canada was part of america they're like apparently Wait, it's not. 
Yeah. It's like the people who visit Dublin are like, wait, we're not in the UK. Like, no, no. you're not. <laughs> Two very different places. <laughs> wait, I thought Ireland was part of the UK. It, no, it's holy smokes. I mean, part but, of it is, but that's why that's one of the issues. <laughs> <laughs> But, Let's talk about geopolitics. Yeah, I know. It gets back to the movie. The other thing I liked about the whole artisan conversation was like what you brought up in the very beginning of the intro is where she's like, they're having like a little apple dumpling date. And she's like, oh, I have to show you like these, these cool, this jewelry and scarves I saw. They're exquisite. I'll show you. I mean, I've seen them before. Cole, you see your friends that make stuff. But you have to see it through my eyes. They're really doing something exquisite. Oh, my God. I was like, what the fuck does that mean? It made me want to break things. I'm like, and then she, like, they show that. And she's like, see, look how pretty they are. And I'm like, how is that different? Like, it would have been more interesting, like, if she was, like, a fashion designer or a jewelry Mm -hmm. designer and was like, oh, look, you can see this interest, like, kind of show something that she's good at. Of like, oh, look Mm -hmm. at this interesting bit, like this technique that this person used. Like, have you ever noticed that before? To like, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe open his eyes to seeing his own town differently. But no, women just like to buy things. Don't you know that? Well, it's also like, I loved the whole how they did the pitch. Where she's, they they sit down and they're like, let's do the pitch right now. And he's like, are you going to bring any slides or anything? And she's like, no, I'm just going to tell it to you. And then it's a hard cut. (laughs) Exactly. And And then we, it's for Gerard. It's like a cut. And then it's the end of the, and then it's like, he's, and then it's like them sitting down, her being like, I'm going to give you the pitch. And then cut to them getting wow. up and her and Preston shaking hands and being him being like, that was a really interesting pitch. I really enjoyed that. That wasn't the party line, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, so we we don't get to hear her idea or her pitch. At okay. all. <laughs> At all. And we don't even get to hear Gerard's because he's like, oh, you have to do the Elevate package and his 48 slides or whatever. So you don't even hear like what the difference is to know if she's even good at her job. Also, yeah, like... They're shitting on him. Like, one, he is a shitty character. And and don't even get me started that he's the only minority in this movie. <laughs> We're <laughs> hey, not even... He got, a, he got a part. Like, do we want to touch that? I don't know. No. You all know. Well, and Cal you gave it air. That's all we need. You know. <laughs> you know. Um, but, like, don't shit on the man for being prepared. Like, what is wrong with having slides when you're coming to do a pitch? in a professional way to what is apparently a multi-million dollar company. Like, yeah. I just hope some of them <laughs> slides are in the appendix. Cause I don't want to sit through 48 slides. I mean, that is, that is a lot of slides, but, but yeah. you get what I mean. Like, yeah. 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 And like, do you think this movie was filmed concurrently with, uh, any sexual harassment, uh, a video and a, you know, how to do, uh, presentations video. It's like, We're just going to do like get three in one. We're going to make a movie. We're going to make a, an HR specific <laughs> video. And like, we're going to do something for the sales department. And look, they can sell a lot of that movie as stock footage for they like, can. Hey, you want to just show <laughs> like, like, there were long that movie shots. Was, the whole movie was stock oh footage. <laughs> Cause I was like, some of that I was like, that's really pretty. And that's like, really like, I can see mm-hmm. that like 
in like a store window or something or like also in the back of a commercial and it also explains why they didn't have the presentation because like it you know like it just was like see see how ella has set up the meeting we'll now cut to how she how she closes out Right, yeah, yeah, because yeah. they do that in those videos. It's like she was not prepared for this meeting. She didn't come. Yeah. With the However, notice how knows how she was able to uh, Im- improvise. Yeah, yeah, or like you know, like oh, Gerard came prepared with a a slide deck, and he came. Gerard's a smarmy piece of shit. For the HR section of the video, we only have the two actors, so <laughs> <laughs> he's not always gonna be that. But like, and that was the other thing because it was like Gerard was supposed to be like the. The company man, like, I'm here to make sure you're doing your job and also to maybe get the promotion. Right. But then, like, as soon as Preston, he seems interested in the company. And I'm sure Mr. Webster will be happy to meet with you when you get back. I'd like to meet with him, too. Mm-hmm. And it's like Gerard completely torpedoes. Like, we don't know the differences in the plan because, like, Gerard's like, we could never support that. That would never be possible. Why, did Ella, like, offer it for free? Like, was it a ridiculous right. proposal, or is he just torpedoing this? I created a unique solution based on my assessment of Preston's business needs. She already got Preston to agree to meet with the boss. Like, you know? And also, yeah. I got she the feeling, like, Ella wasn't communicating back. Aren't you going to make a call, tell them about our meeting? Maybe after this chapter. No. That was a problem. What are you doing? Because they're like, you're, you're not being very responsive. And I'd be like, look, this old weirdo says I can pitch to him if I leave my phone in my room. So I'm not going to be able to be responsive if you mm-hmm. want me to do the thing you sent me here to do. So Also, also it's Christmas. Get off your goddamn phone. Yeah, also, yeah. Gerard <laughs> is not her boss. Exactly. Why does she have to report to him? If- and why is he there? <laughs> if, if, that had ha- if he had shown up like that and and torpedoed and like i wasn't gonna stay with the sad sack cowboy i would have immediately (laughs) called my boss and been like hey i had him agreeing to go with my pitch which was a little unorthodox because i read the room um Mm -hmm. but he's completely scuppered it now and he's he's ruined the chances of us getting this account and i would have gotten gerard fired because then i would have fired multiple hr violations against Mm -hmm. him I'd be like, Gerard, you want to play this game? Mm-hmm. Like, it's like they sent her there, we assume, because she is good at her job. And mm-hmm. she did the thing that they sent her there to do. Like, which I'm like, the whole business subplot, there was mm-hmm. never an issue. Like, it would have made yeah. more sense if she, like, fucked it up, like, did her pitch and, like, spilled hot cocoa on the slides or whatever. And mm-hmm. then Gerard had to come in and save it. And then Gerard was like, well... I can save your job if you like leave right now, you know, like have like some kind of smarmy offer there so that she's got to choose between like her life in New York or staying here. But no, it was just like, that was never a problem. Mm-mm. Nope. And I have another nip. I have a nitpick. I have a nitpick that has to do with math. Oh, let's, please. Let's do it. And cookies. Oh God. <laughs> They're like, sta- <laughs> they're standing in the kitchen. These this is how I know <laughs> you and Ben are friends because I think Ben had the same nitpick. Through a series of events, she now has to cook 200 cookies. Yeah. And Cole is standing in the kitchen in an apron wearing a cowboy hat. Like, he's going to demonstrate how to make Biscuits. barbecue short ribs. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, take your fucking hat off, you, you, you dumb ass, you fucking rube. And she's just like, okay, well, the recipe makes two dozen. 
and we need 200 cookies. I'm like, all right, just, just multiply by 10. Multiply by 10. He's like, well, eight and three quarters. Multiply by 10! Yeah, that's what I would do. I'd be like, you need 200? Okay. You get two dozen cookies? That's uh, about 10 batches, maybe eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Fucking just like, do 10. And then they're like, oh, we got to uh, multiply. And I was like, just, you only got two cookie sheets in one oven. You can make one batch at a time, so you don't have to do any fucking math. Right? And, well, Ben just goes, round up to nine. Round round up to nine. <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's ten. cookies. People will eat them. Like, yeah. what was I supposed to say? You have to. You have two hundred. I said ten. That's perfect because now there's forty cookies. You share them with everybody else in the goddamn hotel. Also done. This woman supposedly runs this kitchen and makes all these cookies and all this shit. Where's her stand mixer? Yeah. <laughs> They're trying to do the math and she just immediately starts stirring a bowl and I'm like, they haven't put anything in the bowl Yeah, there's nothing in it. Is the butter softened? Like, I know, like, okay, so for the Nestle Toll House cookie recipe, okay, it is uh, three sticks of butter and it's three quarters of a cup of sugar, three quarters of a cup of brown sugar, and I think it's like two or three cups of flour, right? Okay, don't ask me how I know this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's a good recipe. But like, so so three quarters butter, you've got to make 10 things. You don't have that much butter softened to, to, no. to take a wooden spoon and do what she was doing. Like, <laughs> like, are you microwaving it? What are you doing, hun? And like, yeah. <laughs> God, this movie was trying so hard to show how folksy and charming it was. Well, like, and I put so 200 cookies, and then they put each cookie into an individual brown paper bag. Right? <laughs> it's like, okay. does everyone so, get one cookie? So in right, this, passing it along. So in this movie, this is not how corporations work. Nope. This is not how travel works. This nope. is not how horses work. This, nope. is, this is not how women this work. This is not how women work. <laughs> this is not how baking works. This is not how hats work. Take your hat off. <laughs> Yeah. What does the top of your head look like? What are you hiding, Cole? And, and like, and like, okay, like, like, okay. I go back to you know. Okay, let me let me actually get an actual Hallmark movie, not The Holiday. Okay, which is like an actual produced movie. So one I love on Netflix is called A Castle for Christmas, and it's hmm. Carrie Elway's and Brooke Shields. Okay, she's a writer. She writes this real famous series. She kills off one of the main characters. Everybody's pissed at her. And it's fantasy land where she has infinite money. Okay. Perfect. Somehow as a writer, she has infinite money. Good so for her. she goes to this small town in Scotland where her father was from and ends up meeting these people who knit. You'd love it, Amy. Oh, I gotta um, watch this. <laughs> it's on Netflix. And... Um, she decides she's going to buy the castle and the Duke who's selling it is Carrie always, who is crotchety and grumpy because his wife actually betrayed him. Okay. Mm. Like she left him for another man. All right. Like, so like a, a, a good reason for some bitterness. Exactly. Yes. And he's losing his home and he is rightfully upset about it. Okay. He's allowed to be crotchety. Now, this one, again, she's got infinite money. Somehow, magically, because her, her father was a barber, she can magically do hair. Like, she's it's suddenly good at everything. Skill. Yeah, she's suddenly good at everything. And I don't care. 
because it's so enjoyable and they're so charming together and there's a dog in it that loves her and there's a whole subplot with Carrie always letting her stay in the castle and he tries to make it uncomfortable for her and it's it's delight and there's like an improbable moment where they have two horses and they're planting trees and you're like why how did you how are you planning on getting the tree back but it it doesn't i don't care that yeah. it's implausible because i am charmed by it and i'm enjoying mm-hmm, yes. the chemistry and i'm enjoying the like warm fuzzies it's giving me um, I don't care that I don't know how she's actually dyeing people's hair in a professional manner without any kind of products. Like <laughs> it does, yeah, and you, you hit the nail on the head there because it's like the same reason I'm a, I'm a big fan of romance novels. Um, they're fun, and just for the same reason people like Hallmark movies and rom coms. It's like you know these characters are going to end up together. And I'm just going to have fun seeing how it happens. Mm-hmm. And sure. the fun is the charm. Like, if you have charming characters, you can that can cover up a lot of other sins. And this movie, like, there was no charm. Like, I, except I from the stock footage. I did like the right? stock footage. I forget, I forget what Western it was that we watched that we had the same complaint about. Maybe it was Wild Wild West, where mm. we were like... It's These trying are good to, actors. It's they're it's trying to it, we're complaining about like the spider is stupid. The tank doesn't work. Like why are they calling it a tank? Like all of that kind of stuff. And I <laughs> yeah. feel like it's the same <clears throat> thing. Like, yeah, like yeah. if if we were having fun with the main characters, we wouldn't care that the spider is stupid. And like in mm-hmm. this one if we were having fun with the two leads, I wouldn't care so much about all the weird business stuff or that she's doing horses wrong but or, it was just like well i i'd always care about the horses but that's, that's me yeah, you're, <laughs> you're allowed to care the about cookies that. i wouldn't care about the cookies yeah like right. the cookies to about, me i was yeah. like the cookies scene was like that was like that is what i want to see in a christmas romantic movie it's like mm-hmm. oh it's cute they're making cookies together you get all the flour it's like that is like should have been a home run Right. And, like, they tried real hard to make it cute. It was just uh, an agglom- a, a conglomeration of just laziness across the yeah. board. Yep. There was nothing to make me care about either one of them. Like, Ella was, like, a blank slate. Yeah. Like... She was just flirty laugh.exe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's like, she was very professional. It seems like she's really good at her job. But they didn't really give her anything interesting about oh. her. Also, how is she now going to handle this multi-million dollar company on her own? I know. Yeah. yeah like, that's apparently, yeah. like, not a problem. Because it was like, because Gerard was like, well, we we don't have the support to do that plan. And I'm like, so she's going to do it by herself. Like, maybe it's the kind of thing, well, if that's the only thing she's doing, she could do it by herself. But I have a feeling if he's, if this, this guy has, like, a giant ass company that needs a marketing firm but also to handle like she's not because she's also you know doing the collective thing now That's with all right. the artisans right she's gonna do this artist she's gonna set them up with a little like uh freaking etsy shop or whatever she's gonna mm-hmm. do <laughs> yeah. um, so fun i found a fun detail of this movie Ooh, was yes. okay the book. so i was so tuned out um that i wasn't <laughs> paying attention but I was paying attention to like, oh, what's that she's reading at the one point? <clears throat> so I looked it up. 
I saw that too, but I didn't look it up. What was she yeah. reading? Becoming Buddha. And I believe it is the one by Corey Croft. It is available uh, on Amazon. Uh, oh. Kindle edition for five ninety nine. Oh. Um, and it, it it made me go like, is this a troll? Is this is she trolling <laughs> with this book? Because here is what it is. It says uh, most self help books will describe remedies and issue lessons to escape the perverted spiral of depression and anxiety. They will aim at improving the quality of one's life and inform choices and states of mind that nurture a healthy and productive psyche. Not this book. Things can always get worse, and baby, they probably will. <laughs> and then it goes. So, in... is this like life is shitty? The book, and then it goes into what I think is a little excerpt from the book, which is my life was, is, and will probably always be painfully average. I am the glistening standard of what it means to be normal. My grades, my looks, my jobs, my partners, everything dead center in the median of ordinary. Most of us are like that. At least that's what Alex says. Oh, Alex, he's my best friend. He's attractive and cool and mysterious and says things that I've thought better than I could ever say them. See, I've always known my mediocrity and was trying to be okay with it. But Alex, he seems to think I'm capable of more. He's my best friend and he's anything but average. He's also kind of a dick. Is is this book trolling? Is is Cole Alex in this situation? <laughs> I Maybe. wish they had. I, I don't mean, know. It's just like, it is like they pulled Hallmark movie things out of a hat and then just executed them poorly. Like, yeah. this is like white noise, the, like, the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, Christmas white it, noise. <laughs> this movie is stock footage. Like, it's, yeah. And, and I, I think, like, is it even a Western? Um No. I don't think so. No. It's got cowboy in the name, so it snuck in. Which I think this would be a good segue into segments because speaking of stock footage, uh, I want to talk about postcards. <laughs> Let's yep. do it. Let's do it. Is the postcard is like it's like a cheap postcard at like the t-shirt place in yeah. Ocean City. It's yeah. just eh. You get like yeah, ten yeah, for I, a dollar. Is it pretty? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. It's okay. I like so. The um, the assassin of Jesse James by the coward yeah. Robert Ford, shot in Canada. Beautiful, gorgeous, yeah. like visually like a whole meal, right? Oh yeah. This mm -hmm. is empty. It's beautiful mm -hmm. but empty. Like it's flat. Like, it's flat. The horses look great. Yeah. How many times are they like, going to run by? Put them in a barn. It's cold. Like right. That one cat we saw that was <laughs> kind of cool. To me, the most disappointing. Which should have, what should have been the postcard moment of this movie was when they were talking about, like, because he's like, oh, I want to work somewhere with some nice, honest folk. And she's like, you can't you do that anywhere? And he's like, yeah, but not with these stars. And then they look up and you're supposed to see this, like, which if you've ever been somewhere that's, mm -hmm. like, far away from cities or out west, like, the stars are amazing. It it's, can yeah. be a beautiful sight. And it's, like, almost pitch black with, like, a couple dot, dot, dot yeah, stars. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, come on. That should have been knock out of the park, show a little bit of the mountains in the back, beautiful sky. But mm -hmm. it was so nope. underwhelming. Yeah. The underwhelming. That is the best definition yep. of this movie. Yeah. Oh. My postcard was basically any sh any shot with the horses in it. Yeah. Mine. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Mine was the, the blink and you miss it cat sitting on a wagon. Because <laughs> there's only one other animal I love, and it's kitty cats. <laughs> 
It was so fluffy. Yeah, that's how dull this movie was. Is most years I've said like your Christmas card moment, and I'm just like my, my brain is just like shut down. My my brain is always like, nope, we're moving on. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Um, yeah, I just had a winter landscape with horses. Yeah. 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 Um, but costumes. Yes. Boring AF. But I will – so much like I, like I go back to – this movie feels like somebody – like it's their senior thesis, right? That's what it feels oh, yeah. like. <clears throat> the costume designer, her name's uh, – or their name is Sarah Heglin. Hopefully I've said that correctly. I looked them up. Mostly they've done a lot of like small productions, um, like short films it looks like. And when I'm – that made me sort of reframe – what I was thinking of now, most Hallmark movies, they're pretty stock. Like you clearly went to JCPenney. <laughs> you put a sweater on them. And... Yeah, yeah. Like, which is fine. These, these are, these are churned out, you know, these are cheaply made. They're churned out. Like it's fine. That's how these work. Um, but uh, everyone was clearly dressed on somewhat of a budget. Um, and in a way, like Ella was dressed appropriately for the time she had to pack. Um, when she's in cowboy clothes, her hat was too big, which annoyed me mm. so much. Mm-hmm. Um, hat too large. But at least she didn't have, they didn't do the stupid chin strap thing with the <laughs> Jesse hat that I hate that they usually stick on women. Like they, they didn't do that. Um, but it, it was, it was. Like, this costume designer makes me go, like, you probably haven't done a lot of large productions. And it shows. That's not necessarily a bad thing. But, eh, meh. I liked her blue dress that she came down for the happy hour in. Yeah, that was cute. Also, here's the thing. If she is meant to be a clothes horse you know, someone who loves clothes and heels, those black pumps that she was wearing that got stuck in the snow were ugly. (laughs) They were not, like, they were a basic leather pump. Pretty boring. It was boring. Like, no, give her, like, paint the soles red at least, you know? Make it look like she's got some, like, designer stuff, you know? Like, you can do that. Although I don't know if maybe the copyright will get you, but like you could, you could have gotten something that looked Christy Labuttons, like a little <laughs> right. <laughs> kind of like for, for the rest of the cast, like the people who are like used to being like cosplaying as cowboys, like like at least dirty up, mm-hmm. you know, like like the people who actually work there. Yeah, like everything's just crisp, clean, not a not a. I know, like crease. this is a real working ranch. That's why we're a hundred percent clean all the time. You know, it's a real working ranch. There's plenty of opportunities in the cattle business. I held a rope today. Look at all the work I did. I looked at a horse and pointed at it. I held a wrench in front of the open hood of a truck. Look at me go. I I also like, (laughs) I liked how it's like, well, what are you going to do this afternoon, Ella? And she's like, I don't know. And it's like, why don't you go talk to Frank for a riding lesson? I was like, does Frank have like literally nothing else to do? (laughs) Like, Aren't, I mean, I feel like a riding lesson isn't something you get for free. Also, there's a bunch of horses. Like, how many stalls does that man have to muck out? You know? Yeah, like, right. They could have done, like, a mucking scene. You know? That would have a fall in it or yeah. something. You know? Oh, no. 
so many like because that's how you show like the like that's how you show the fish out of water they did it a little with the clothes but then they could have had her but it's like the riding lesson she picked it right up the Mm -hmm. only thing that happened was like her ass hurt from riding one time is that accurate yes okay yes so to get that right Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You haven't done it in a while. Yeah, your, it's going to hurt. Your core and your thighs oh, yeah. will it it hurts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny cuz in that scene she like walks into dinner so like tentatively and I was like that's really weird and then I was like oh her ass hurts. So, yep. okay. Now it makes sense. I was like it's a really weird decision for her to like tentatively like, "Oh, can I eat?" like <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I'm just a little sore. It's definitely different than what I'm used to. Well, I got a question. In this plain graham cracker of a movie, what's your face? He happens to be a sweet-looking dude. Nothing. I don't have I chose one. the I chose the cat. <laughs> <laughs> that cat was doing a lot of work. It's a postcard. It's got a great face. Yeah, I I, I don't know who to give the face to. I have Marty with a question mark. I think she had a good one in there somewhere when she was trying to like peep at somebody. But that's Marty's a, a pervert. Yeah. Yeah, Marty's a little weird. I was like, I kind of want to hear her, her story. How did she get to be the way she is? You know, the real reason, the real reason Corey can't leave the ranch is because he can't leave Marty alone because secretly she's a serial killer. She's like mm. Joe from You, where she lures Ugh. them in and then murders and, them. And maybe that's what it was. He's like, oh, I got to pretend to like fall in love with this chick so that mm-hmm. my sister doesn't kill her. Cause yep. like, maybe that was her sister, like in coded language, like I'm going to murder that one. And he's like, oh no, <laughs> I don't, <laughs> I got to save her. That would be more interesting. Cause man, with the acting, part of me was getting vibes of like, I think she's walked into some kind of cult town and they're going to sacrifice. Like, is this a wicker man scenario? <laughs> <laughs> This movie just got so much better. The bees. Um, oh, God. Oh, the, the, the horses. Oh, not the bees. The horses. Uh, but, yeah. So, not really any strong faces. Uh, even the, the... Did you get anything, Mel? No. No, yours was the cat. Yours, yours was the cat. Altered. But I, mine, yeah. nothing. Like, I agree with All you right. that the cat gave the best face. But, yeah, I... I, I just wanted to reach out and pet it for comfort. Oh, my gosh. It was so fluffy. I could die. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, even the saloon. <laughs> the hotel bar is just like unimpressive. Like this it is just seemed empty. Like I was mm-hmm. like, yeah. they couldn't even fill it full of people. Like, okay, that could have been another source of conflict, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, Preston loves this place, and that weird couple who I'm fairly certain were swingers. I wish my company would send me here. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, remember her comment? Oh, yeah. yeah. Who would have thought that going nowhere for an hour could be so tiring? <laughs> Sounds like my job, only it's every day. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> um, they were they were rich swingers. Um, yeah. But, like, uh, it, it was, like a, like, a plot point could have been that the ranch is in trouble. We're not getting enough guests. Not enough people are coming. You Couldn't know, like, we have, like, these three people who come every year. But otherwise, we're pretty empty. And maybe it could be like a thing where like um, Cole's old like business lady girlfriend like fucked something up for him. And that's why they broke up or, you know, or even more to the point, wouldn't in a place like that in Saskatchewan, Canada, 
wouldn't the winner be the off season? That would make more sense. Mm-hmm. We've already written a better movie. We have. I mean, God we, damn we do it. this a lot. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, then that makes sense of why it's empty and there's not much mm-hmm. to do. It does make it a weird thing for the old guy to like going there on vacation, but it could be he's like, oh, everybody knows who I am wherever I go. I just get to be a normal person. Right. Uh, I just love how quiet it is out here. Yeah. Little, like little nobody cares skiing. that I'm Preston Vance mm-hmm. out here. Shut up, old man. Yeah. Like, you again, just, it's uh, like there were threads here that they could have pulled on more because I'm like, you know, the whole Preston Vance thing. I'm like that. that I mean, obviously, it was just a thing to get her there. But I'm like, well, the reason then the whole romance just falls flat. Like, I could care less about these two getting together. Yeah. And, and the reason Preston Vance is like rich, but I've, you know, like, and they can't say what he does is because he just owns a chain of like, I'm going to say auto parts stores. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah you could be a millionaire and do. Yeah. You could be yeah, a millionaire like and a... do that. And that's why she, that's why she can do it by herself. You're like, that's <laughs> auto parts. Yeah. No Fuck. problem. <laughs> Makes a ton of money, but I got you. Sell supplements or something. <laughs> he supplements. owns an MLM. <laughs> yeah, ah. he's he's the supplement man. So, uh, speaking of Preston, uh, I guess he's the coot. After all, he's not a bad old coot. Yeah, that's who I have as yeah. a coot. I had him or Frank with his cowboy wisdom. Mm. Uh, Frank worked there, I'm convinced. I think he actually works there in real life. <laughs> they just were like, here, show up. <laughs> exactly like we did we, we're missing an actor just just read these lines like okay yeah you know and it's like if the leads had been more charming i like the idea of the ranch is in trouble and then like maybe <laughs> it's like oh um i can only get my inheritance from my rich parents out of the trust if i get married by christmas <laughs> you know or even like, like or even like you know the ranch was already struggling the old girlfriend left him because she's like why won't you sell this place this place mm-hmm. is a dump you know blah 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 then i could sort of get that and then she comes in and she's like well if you did more marketing and through my connections i can get you Blah, 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 and more fill, advertising. Fill this place and... up. Man. I thought that was going to be a plot point, too, because they mm-hmm. had a whole bit about her, like, sh- like, oh, I can market anything to anybody. Like, mm-hmm. I can find people to buy stuff. And I'm like, that would have been a neat way to connect them a yeah. little and you have a charming, And then you have a charming montage. It's like, maybe she's, like, making drawings. And, and... then he, yeah. could be, he could be like, well, she's trying to change it, and blah, 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 blah. And he right, could like about it. Was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, she, not and she's like, I'm not... And then she'll be like, I'm not trying to change it. I'm trying to highlight its charms or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever the fuck. You can, God see, damn it. You can see it through my eyes. <laughs> right. Let me let me see it through my eyes. Uh, to me, that was like the lamest friggin' thing. And, like, at t- and at times, Cole didn't even seem like he was like giving her the cold shoulder. It's like he couldn't figure out what she wanted. Like she yeah. just like needed to shout like, just do me, Cole. He was yeah, like she- <laughs> hot and cold. That's what like, they kept saying, but I'm like, I mean, he insulted her at dinner, and then she, like, tried to put her hand on his arm, and he, like, moved his arm away, panicked. and then she took that as, like, the, like, the worst rejection ever, like, he freaking pushed her away or something, I was like, some people don't like to be touched, madam, like, yeah. How, how do we feel about this dull piece of crap you can't tell you can't tell how we feel will not watch again it's it's not my name is nobody bad because i don't think because it wasn't as long as my name is nobody (laughs) but it's right there i will never watch this again 
This was no, this me was neither. bad. This gets a one. Yeah, I mean, like to me, like this is something that you could put on your your television in the background as like an inoffensive montage of Christmassy country no. things. But like it that is, is the best use of it. I know. Well, you'd have to mute it. If you mute it, and then you just see the pretty pictures. Yeah, you mute it, and you put on, like, the, the, the Charlie Brown Christmas album uh, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the other thing. The music, it was like, we had unearned piano and unearned strings. I'm like, see, Yeah, like no. that kiss at the end. I was like, never, like, you know, that should be help. your cheer moment. Like, yay, they're finally together. And I was like, oh, God, it's over. <laughs> Here's how dull I found this movie. I completely forgot that there was any music or soundtrack on this thing. There was. Didn't even think about it till now. Yep, mm-hmm. there was. I yeah, it's 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 not a western and it's not a good example of the Hallmark genre. They 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 tried to be like cowboy Christmas. It'll be cowboy westerny. No. This is like yeah. I I like a good cowboy romance and this ain't a good cowboy romance. Yeah, uh, I would rec- I would recommend if you want to have fun, uh throw back a couple glasses of eggnog and watch Christmas Mountain. Yeah, I was going to say, Christmas Mountain's way better uh, down the Wyoming Trail, where a man yeah. shouts at a mountain till he dies. <laughs> it's a much and better movie. Santa Claus shoots a man in cold blood. Yeah, where you see a woman very competently uh, in, you know, handling a sleigh, but then a man has to jump into the, <laughs> the sleigh right. to save her. For she's, supposed to be, she's supposed to be in distress, but she just looks inconvenienced. And, yeah, like, and isn't it those two movies where the goddamn bear's back? Oh no, uh, that's the that... uh, uh, that's that's our oh, holiday. That's that uh, Blood Father's Rain. Day? That's Blood Rain. Blood too. Rain too. Too. Yeah, where it was like but, uh, that yes. clearly sounds like some kind of horrible monster, and you're like, oh, it's a bear. <laughs> but yeah, I I personally vote vote for uh, Christmas Mountain, so everyone can uh, be sure to to celebrate uh, God's anointed on Earth, uh, Slim Pickens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the story of a cowboy <laughs> angel. Forgot about Slim Pickens. <laughs> so you see an angel get his, a cowboy angel get his big oh, fluffy no. coat. <laughs> exactly, a giant fluffy coat. Like I'm the destroyer of worlds. I mean, you want to watch it again because the fact that Slim Pickens is like a disembodied angel voice for a bit is just pretty great. <laughs> Tex, you're having a stroke right now. Tex, you're slowly dying. I'm not real. <laughs> Oh, oh, Tex, those mushrooms were poison. Yeah. <laughs> You're having a vivid hallucination. So so I guess in many ways we're like, we're sorry, everybody, we watched this. Yeah, yeah we did. We Don't watch this I, I couldn't recommend it because, yeah, just as a Western, a definite, it's got like a minus 10. Um, and then as a, a rom-com, like nothing there. If you mm-hmm. fast forward through all the parts where characters talk to each other, you do get to see some very pretty cozy looking christmas yeah. scenes so you will arguably have a better time if you just sit in your living room and with a little look, fire you, on yeah a little fire put, on and the, if you celebrate christmas just look at your tree put, it'll be nice put the fireplace for your home on it's yeah. way more entertaining yeah in the in the on your tvs yeah okay speaking of christmas trees can we talk about when frank was like all right is everybody here it's oh my time god for i surprise. forgot about that and he like rips back a curtain and everyone goes, oh, wow. And it and is a normal ass looking Christmas. So right. normal. And I'm like, so normal. wasn't it there throughout the rest of the movie? Yes. 
And he, well, because you're like, oh, what's it going to be? Is he going to be like a big neon sign for whatever her name is? is Ella's new business? Like, no, it's just a normal ass Christmas tree. Yep. Was this movie supposed to be like a celebration of mediocrity? <laughs> it, it really was. Apparently, you know, we, we the whole theme of the movie is in that becoming Buddha book. Just yeah, saying. like just exactly. be we're, average. We're, we're here to celebrate Nilla wafers and saltine crackers. Saltine crackers without the salt. Yep. Mm-hmm. Too spicy. Low sodium saltine crackers. Too yeah, spicy. yeah, yeah. Salty, too spicy. Um, Bland. Mm. Broth. This movie is broth. Uh, oatmeal with nothing in yep. it. Yep. Oh. Um, <laughs> if you want to watch a Hallmark movie and you want to watch a good one, it's on Netflix. I highly, highly recommend A Castle for Christmas. Brooke Shields, Carrie Elways, 10 out of 10. It's cheesy, great. People knit. You know, I'm so excited. there's a dog named Hamish. <gasps> Carrie always does a terrible Scottish accent. You will have a good time. Nice. Or, Don't watch a cowboy Christmas. Out. It's not good. Yeah, no. Watch, watch uh, as Amy suggested, down the Wyoming Trail, because then you can watch uh, Santa Claus shoot a man. Yep. Yeah, that is true. You get to see Santa kill a man, and then you also get to see people point a gun at Santa. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> With with that, I want to thank everybody for listening, uh, and I hope uh, you, uh, everyone, uh, our listening audience, that uh, if you celebrate this season, I hope you have a very happy holiday, a very merry Christmas. And if you don't celebrate, I hope you have a nice day off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hope the weather's nice. Go out for a walk, enjoy yourself. Uh, again, very merry Christmas, happy holidays from all of us here at the Cow Punchers. I am, as always, uh, just a, a stock footage, stock picture of a deputy sheriff. Stu Kaufman. And I'm your creepy down-home country sister, Amy McLeod. And you should see it through my eyes. It's not good. My name is Melissa Huggins. Y'all watch yourselves out there on the trail. Yeah! They could have made her be from L.A. They could have made her be from L.A. 